Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Badass Women's Hour podcast, Extra Bit. This is our gift for you fabulous podcast subscribers. It is, of course, our Badass Balls Ups. Welcome back to Badass Women's Hour XL with me, Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell, and this week, June Sarpong. It is time, of course, for our Badass Balls Ups. Um, Now, if you have been following Celebrity Big Brother then you might have seen that there was a bit of bother early on when Rodrigo, who, to be honest, I'm not entirely sure who he is, but Rodrigo. The human Ken doll. Oh, the human. I've seen the picture. Does it, I mean, it doesn't tell He's me a lot He's one who can't but... breathe through his nose, mm-hmm. he said. Oh, had lots oh of God. surgery. I mean, that's an argument against the Botox, really, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Rodrigo, drunk while drunk, used the N-word in conversation. Big Brother were not happy with him. Here's a little clip. Rodrigo, before you entered the Big Brother house, the rules regarding unacceptable language and behaviour were explained to you. It was, yeah. This morning at 2.40am in the bedroom, in a conversation with Dan, Gabby, Chloe and Natalie, you used the N-word twice. Right. Rodrigo, this word is highly offensive and very likely to cause significant offence to both your housemates and, more importantly, the viewing public. Of course. Do you understand? I do understand. Um, uh, Last night I was very excited to be here and uh, I had quite a lot to drink and I was intoxicated, I was drunk. Um, In fact, I was very drunk and today I'm very hangover. I've been drinking a lot of water and obviously regretting that, uh, the fact that I used the N word that was so silly, not necessary at all. It was just excitement, had quite a lot to drink. None of that is relevant, Rodrigo. That is not an excuse. I understand. Yeah. Big Brother regards your language... Okay, so that is Rodrigo giving his excuse for why he felt the need to express his excitement by using the N-word. Now, it really resonated for me because I have been in a situation recently where I was out with a group of friends and it's one of those big groups and people turn up that you kind of are friends of your friends. You don't really know them, they turn up. And one of them was a guy, a white guy. I'm not going to describe what kind of a white guy he is, but when I tell you what he did, you'll probably get the idea. And uh, Banker. He thought, yeah, 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 I think he might have been junior. <laughs> yeah. um, he thought it would be hilarious to imitate a bit of gangster rap and repeatedly use the N-word. I don't have a lot of time for that, and... I try and be 
a relatively woke ally person who points out that it's not okay and why it's not okay which led to a big old debate about him being like well I'm using it ironically and therefore it is okay and you know if it's on the song or I just got really angry what is and the thing about the big brother is that nobody really pointed it out Mm -hmm. right what what ladies help me out what do I do in that situation well, um, I I think there are a number of things, and I'll hand to you, Nat. Um, I think a number of things. I think the number one problem is that because of the way many of us have been educated, because we don't really look at the origins of um, institutional racism or mm-hmm. slavery or all of all of the institutions that made this word mean what it does. Because the majority of people are not adequately educated around it, their, their context for hearing the word is usually now in, in hip-hop music. Mm-hmm. So therefore, there isn't the understanding of just... Um, the pain that is associated with that word in the way that in the 60s, because uh, we still had segregation and so on and so on, people kind of knew what that word really meant. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what needs to happen. I think, you know, we need to make sure that people are educated properly about the origins of that word. Because I think when you are, then it's just not even going to be in your vocabulary. Mm -hmm. Because at the moment, that guy would have seen it as, oh, Oh, it's no biggie. I'm just saying it. You know, Snoop said it. This all these people who yeah. I love, Jay Z. I buy all their music when I'm singing along. I'm singing the so- the, the the word. Oh, it's no big deal. I don't mean it in that way. And I think that's why when something like that happens, you do have to be mindful of how you tackle it because in a way it has to be done in a way that someone doesn't just go on the defense and not hear why it's offensive. It's almost as if you have to explain this is what this word was originally used for. And that's why you don't just throw it around. That's and then I think the problem is most people don't know that. So, yeah. It's very good advice. You know, I tend to put people on the defensive. So yeah. I might have not helped the situation. No, no, no. But it's yeah. good that you called him out. So for me, the, the irony of this is even rappers that say it repeatedly in a title, they don't write it. They can say it, but they don't write it because they know when you see something on paper, when you see the word, it goes in your brain in a different way and you know it's wrong. And so I just looked up a song where it's actually in the title, Jay-Z and Kanye West, and it's never written. Oh, in Paris, that one. Yeah, exactly. It's always starred out. So, you know, as your friend who's singing Mm -hmm. it and singing it, actually it is, it's that education piece. It is wrong. If it was if it was okay, you'd write the word, and I think if you said write that word down, he would he he'd he hesitate. Would, he, yeah, he'd yes. hesitate to write it down. He's not hesitating to say it, yeah. but he'd hesitate to write it down. Mm, do you such a think good point. Then, so that's really. Do you think Jay Z and Kanye shouldn't have had it in the song? I'm 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 one title. of those. I personally am done with that word being used in music 
willy-nilly like as if it's a term of endearment and mm -hmm. I know the the thinking around oh well now Reclaiming. we've taken it yeah. no rubbish you know some words let's park them to history mm. yeah. let's say you know what we've moved beyond that where mm -hmm. there is no need for that word to ever be used and what we're doing is we're remembering where we were and it's there so that we never forget where we could be back again if we don't deal with this stuff properly but no this isn't no term of endearment and I think actually the problem is a lot of those rappers themselves aren't that educated about their history either mm -hmm. so you've got very um uh naive um uh, people who unfortunately have become a sort of a mouthpiece uh for a community and I think there's a lot of problems that are associated with that mm -hmm. yeah Nat what is worrying you this week so I'm either on the verge of a nervous breakdown <laughs> before I started this or because I've started this. So usually when either life's going well and I need to sabotage, I do things. I or if you. I'm out of control, I do things anyway. And usually my thing is cutting my hair. And so I've been bald or I'll grow it and then I'll cut it. And I've said to myself recently, you're not allowed to cut your hair because you cut it and then you realize that you actually wanted to grow it. And then you spend the next week berating yourself. And so because I haven't allowed myself to cut my hair, I went home one evening and said, I need to change my whole flat. I need new carpets. I need to paint. I need a new kitchen. I need a new bathroom. I need new, 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 new. And I embarked on this process without a plan. And now I'm faced with a flat with red carpets and purple walls, boxes in the hallway, beds in rooms that don't necessarily need beds because there's nowhere else to put them, gym equipment. And I bought all of this stuff, put it together because I tried to, I don't really make anything else. Like, Let me see if I can do it. Uh, nowhere to put them. I have to keep calling task rabbiters round to move furniture. Uh, kitchen decisions overwhelm me and I'm feeling very stressed and very anxious and I find it hard to sleep at night and I don't really know what to do. And if I have one more person come around and measure my carpet, measure my kitchen and not give me any answers, I am going to pass out. Well, no wonder you're finding it hard to sleep at night. <laughs> well, have you even got a bed to sleep on? Put so the stuff yeah. on the bed. She, she does, she's got two. She's got one in the bedroom, one in the living room. They're all over the place. There's more beds than she knows what to do with. <laughs> <laughs> and I threw one out, so can't cope. Oh, do, you, do you do crazy stuff when you're stressed or when you're really busy? Are you like, I'm just going to rewrap this. I just destroy my home. Um, no, not like that. The only thing, am I doing mine now? Uh, no, no just talk about Natalie. Yeah. Okay, so my <laughs> advice for you, Natalie is I think forget all this task rabbit madness. You need to just get a plain old standard old boring removal company right. to come in, clear out all the junk that, that you're getting rid of. Yeah. Build all the stuff that's not built because they build your furniture. Like when they move you, they rebuild your furniture. So they would mm -hmm. build up the furniture. Once all that is out, you then need to, as uh, uh, Harriet said earlier, uh, before we started, is to go to a college and hire a young interior designer and then get her to come and redesign for you. And then you have this beautiful home to move into that can be your haven. You know, you're doing so many things to make other people's companies better. That's what you do for a living. <laughs> have somebody come and do that for you at home. 
I, 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 that's exactly what I need. I have decision fatigue. And uh, not task rabbit. Like, no. you so can't I get didn't one. Know you could get removal people that yeah, would come yeah. in and do they, all yeah, of that. That's what they do. That's what it's they amazing. do. Yeah, they Who move knew? you. Yeah, they do everything. I thought Man they had the to van. physically move you out the house. No, you could get them. You can get them for different bits of the process. Love. Or yeah, if you yes. know, they felt you could just put all the stuff in the van and then drive it around the block and then take it out the van again. It's you know whatever makes them happy. But they'll also take your stuff to storage if you want. If certain things need to go into storage, they'll take all that there as well for you. I think, I think this might be a next phase. Yes. This is delegation, really, isn't it? It's delegation. I wonder, though, what is really interesting is when you think everything's going well, where the urge to suddenly change something comes from. That is fascinating. Yeah. I just, I, I think I need problems to solve. And well, so, even when you don't have any. Yeah. Yeah. And so generally when life is going well and there are no problems and literally the only problem I have in life right now, I'll touch wood, is, is, your home, is my home. home. Which and, you created Which yourself. I created. Amazing. So had I not have had this problem, I don't know what I'd have been doing with my time. And so now I go home every night and I spend hours into midnight and I don't, I'm not, uh, you know, I, I go to bed quite early looking at kitchens. And so I don't know if I'm doing this because I'm trying to fill my time. I, I should just go to bed. No, you should just, you Have need to hire someone. You need to hire someone, yeah. hire an interior designer. I thought you were going to say a therapist. Oh, I mean, That's also what a Emma therapist. Would say. She'd be like, I think you need therapy, babe. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, the two together. Yeah. Both of them. <laughs> All at once. Yeah. And while you're at the therapist, the interior designer can go in and sort your house there we out. Go. Job there we done. Go. Job All done. Right, sorted. Yeah. <laughs> and visualize your new beautiful home when it's all done. You know, just oh, keep wait. that in your mind. <laughs> if you own a van and you'd like to help Nat out by putting some furniture <laughs> together, let us know. Text talk any message to 87222. It's 25p message on top of your standard network rate. June, tell us about exercise. Oh, goodness, must I? <laughs> so the thing is, you know, I'm now officially proudly middle-aged. Congratulations. And thank you. I feel very good about it. Um, and so I thought, well, you know what? I've been one of those people my whole life. Um, I haven't really been a, an exerciser. And um, and I thought, well, actually, you know what? Now's the time where I kind of have to. So um, I thought, all right, I'm going to start. So I do things like I will go on a retreat to sort of get me into things. <laughs> and then I get back and I'm like, I need to continue <laughs> what I've been doing for the week. I'm going to do this. Okay, then I'll do something like talking about sabotage. I'll eat just before. I thought, oh, I can't go now in the full stomach. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll be like, oh, I'm halfway through that show on Netflix. I'll go tomorrow. <laughs> and the terrible thing, the worst part of this, Harriet, is I actually enjoy it when I do it. This mm. is why it makes no sense to me. Like when I actually do it, I, I don't like the gym. I hate the gym, but I love yoga. Like what you were saying, yeah. you know, I love that sort of stuff. When I'm actually in the class doing it, I love it. I feel amazing after it. Why? What is that block between the getting up and going to do it and just making that a habit? It's just so weird. Because at least if I didn't like it, I could say, well, I don't mm -hmm. like it. I love it when I do it. <laughs> do you see yourself as an exerciser? No. I think maybe that's it. I certainly don't see myself as an exerciser. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's like
like some part of you which really likes the identity of being somebody who just doesn't do the exercise. I just don't do it. It's not me. I don't do it. No, and I don't like that identity. <laughs> so I they're holding I like, on to it. I just like Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I have a different positioning. You Tell said me. earlier, yes. I, you know, give me a deadline and I'll make it happen. Oh, yes. I think you need to add milestones in. You have no reason to go. Oh, I don't. It's not point. an actual life yeah. imperative and there's no deadline. No. So sign yourself up for things that mean you have to go to the gym because there's a deadline looming. So I don't know how you are on running, but I find signing up for a 5K or a 10K oh, no, is a no very, okay, not that, that one. Um, Maybe a yoga boot camp or something. But then you'll just wait until you get to the boot camp to do the yoga. Yeah. It has to be something that you're training for oh, or training towards. What about idea. a bikini body competition? My aunt is doing this. So she, uh, so. <laughs> I mean, everybody is a bikini body, but yes. So, yeah. no, but, um, for the competition. Yeah, for yeah. the, but it's muscle. So they, they're looking at your, your muscle density. So it's not a build, bodybuilder competition. It's one before. So she has like a really crazy training plan and lots oh, of other hell things. Oh, no. No? Okay. <laughs> Give me something else. Um, Keep going. I'm running, bodybuilding. You're testing. What are you, what are you like a competition? Yeah. If somebody else is doing something, do you want to beat them? Are you competitive? Not really. No, no that goes, there goes that idea. Not, not, not like competitive where I'm like, oh, I have to, no. No, no, no. What about an event? So a charity event, like a spin-a-thon. Okay, this could be But you're good. organizing for a reason. Oh. And therefore you have to start spinning or doing something because you want to get to the day and do or well. I would do like a charity yoga class with June. That would be amazing. You know what? Maybe go. that's what... Should I do one every day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we can do like a YouTube series. We can yeah. turn you into the there next big go. YouTube yoga yeah, sensation. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's yeah. why you do it. It's a deadline. <laughs> it's a deadline. Today I want to raise at least £100 for charity. That's not a bad idea because then I would do it for that. I would do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. If I don't do it, then I have to pay the money. Yes. Yeah. Love that. Ooh, you know what? We might be onto something, ladies. Yeah. I think we've, we've fixed it. Now, yeah. looping great friends. suggestion. Yeah. Yeah, because really all you need is 10 people a day to put up 10 quid, isn't it? Yeah. Probably. Un do you know what? I'm going to look at that. There we yeah. go. <laughs> we crack it. Yeah. Then I get healthy in the process, which I really enjoy when I do it. Mm -hmm. But I do something good too. I love that. Yeah. That's a, I Even 20 steal that quid idea. a day. Yeah. Over a year, that adds up. Yeah. Do a 100-day challenge with June. June Sopong, yeah. raising money for charity. Yeah. 20 to quid a day. To get through her procrastination. And if she doesn't do it, she has to put the 20 quid in the kitty. But in a, a hundred days, that's that's the habit we were talking yeah. about earlier. You need to get into habit. a habit. Yeah, yeah, so I need to do it consistently for a hundred days. Yes. And then there's no way I'll stop. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And people it's like brushing your teeth, isn't it? Yeah. You just do it. You just do it. Okay. I mean, this is, I think this is like some excellent yeah. advice. Yes, thank you, no, ladies. And we're going to be doing good. My friend has an amazing charity and I'm going to do it for her charity. There we go. Yeah. I can't wait. What yeah. is the charity? Shout, give her a shout uh, it's called the Malaika Foundation. Uh, yes. Have you heard of it? Yeah. yeah. You she introduced us. Show. I introduced you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. It's yeah. girls' school in Congo. It's amazing. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Those are our badass balls ups. I think we can say that we have definitely successfully solved June's. That's mine. I think we're I'm pretty, gonna do pretty, it, pretty good know. on mine. Now, I mean, I don't even know where to start with your house. You've just got to no, find a man with a van. you fixed it for her. man with a van yeah. and a student interior designer. Yeah. That's what we need. One, two, three, four. 
This has been Badass Women's Hours, Badass Bulls Ups. If you enjoyed it, do you know what you should do? Rate, review, and subscribe. Five stars, please. And of course, if you've got a problem you want our advice on, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the socials, at Badass Women's Hour, HR, at Badass Women's Hour. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.